0: Hi, and welcome back to Women Are Talking. This is Pam, your host. I hope everyone is healthy, well, and most of all, safe um, in these times that we are living. Uh, It's been a minute since I've been here. I think last time I was here was January 5th, and um, was talking about uh, the significance of January, which is... Uh, National Human Trafficking Awareness Month, and some things that I am working on to bring to this um, to this podcast about human trafficking awareness, and those things are still in the work, so please stay tuned. But I wanted to come on and um, kind of pose a question to parents of children. Who, parents of school-age children out there, I would, you know, want you to reach out to me and just kind of talk about how you're coping, as well as teachers. It is, uh, you know, going on um, a year almost um, that we began um, this new normal of COVID and, and uh, figuring out educationally how to continue to provide education to our children, right? And um, we all know, well, depending upon where you live, but uh, for the most part, children are being educated um, via Zoom. And um, I um, don't have school-age children, but, um, I've had children, you know, who, you know, obviously a long time ago that physically went to school and there is a vast difference um, between physically going to school and then having to uh, have school via Zoom um, or Google Classroom or, you know, however, you know, they're doing it. And I want to find out how parents are doing and more importantly, how your chil- children are coping um, with that, I saw recently and I can't um, have to re-look at or re-research my source, but how uh, suicide um, its it being looked at. Suicide is on the rise or kind of, you know, uh, kind of like a, as a, you know, pay attention to um, suicide with school age children because of the way that they are being educated now. Um, because of the isolation. And that is a big, big key, um, of isolation because you, you basically are isolated from your, from their, they're isolated from their peers and isolated from the things that they have known to do for, you know, for so long. And so, you know, parents are, uh, and I'm sure teachers are, you know, really looking at that, but I was, uh, looking at the National Association of School Psychologists, and I am not a psychologist, um, but I wanted to look, go over some things um, and how uh, how to help children cope with the changes resulted from COVID-19. And, you know, uh, families across the country, according to uh, NASCP, um, families across the country the country are adapting to the evolving changes of daily life caused by COVID-19, the pandemic and schools, places of public gathering, gathering and non-essential businesses are closed and parents and other caregivers are faced with helping their children and helping their families adjust to this new normal. And how do we keep children occupied? That was the biggest thing I thought. I, you know, was saying. I mean, I'm sure if I had to do it, I would do it. But you know, I, I just big, big. My hats off to parents who are keeping their children and you know, keeping them um, entertained, and to teachers um, trying to keep the children's uh, minds and and uh, focus you know, in learning, um, in the Google classroom, zoom, or however they are doing it. And, uh, you know, all of this is, you know, keeping children occupied, feeling safe, attempting to keep up with schoolwork as best as possible. And, you know, none of that is easy. And, um, so it, it is definitely a hard, hard, uh, job you you teachers out there my hat goes off to you um, my niece is a teacher she teaches fifth grade and um, she talks to me about the challenges and um, and then she talks to me about many of the positives and how some of the children uh, many of them are just very resilient and children are generally resilient anyway um, but um, she talks about those the, the kids that are just resilient and that they are, they are dealing with this new normal as best as possible. Um, One of the things um, the NASP talks about is, um, one of the things they've mentioned is, is talking about tips of how to keep calm, how to listen and offer reassurance for your child or children during these crazy times. And one, they talk about being a role model. And so, you know, children, you are as parents, their first role model, and they will react um, and follow how you react. Um, And so they learn by your example. So be a role model, Um, you know, not to complain about, oh my God, this is crazy, but just kind of, you know, find the the light at the end of the tunnel um, for them. Um, Another tip is they talk about is be aware of how you talk about um, COVID-19. So how you talk about COVID in front of them and this is really especially for our younger, you know, younger elementary education, uh, elementary age students, um, you know, watch how you um, talk and, you know, the, the way you talk about it can increase or decrease your child's fear um and continue to remind your child and your children that your family that the family is healthy you know we're going to continue to wear our masks to keep us healthy and safe and not only us but those that are around us um and also to keep our uh family members um healthy and safe you know so many grandparents especially elderly parents have not seen their grandchildren or older grandchildren just because of of their age and you want to protect them Um, and just listen, you know, listen to them and just continue to reassure them that, you know, uh, you know, with trust and be truthful as as age appropriate as you can be to reassure them that all is well and all will be well. Um, Talk about explaining what social distancing is. Um, and they really probably don't understand um, why they can't be with their uh, their friends and and family members. Um, so talk to them about what the Centers of Disease Control the CDC recommends and include social distancing and talks about, you know, why um, we have to be socially distanced in order to, flatten that curve and in order if they don't understand that language um to reduce the spread of the virus. Um, so talk to them about that and I mean and talk to them as, you know, depending upon the age of your child, just make it sure that it is, you know, age appropriate. Um, demonstrate deep breathing. Um, you know, I do it all the time. It's just kind of sit and just kind of breathe and we have had to do a lot of that in this past year, right? So calming the nervous system and do breathe deep breathing exercises with your children. Focus on the positive is another tip. And celebrate that you now because of COVID, you have more time with family. That it's no more of the hustle and bustle and you know, kids are here, parents are there, and then everybody, you know, gathers at 7, 7.30 with minimal time to even ask, how was your day? Because it's hustle and bustle to get to bed, to do homework, and then get up the next day and do it all over again. So this time has allowed us to spend a lot of time together, to do fun things, to do family projects, organize belongings, create masterpieces, sing, laugh, and go outside, and just enjoy each other. Um, older children, you know, this has allowed them time to connect with their friends virtually. And even for younger children, I had said this early on um, when I talked a little bit about this is, although your kids um, cannot, you know, uh, be around their, their peers that they um, have known, you know, depending upon, you know, you know you're you thinking about a, you know, 10th grader or You know, ninth grade, 8th grade, 7th grade, 6th grade, 5th grade, those that have formed those uh, friendships in school, you know, there is still a safe way to do that, you know, through Zoom and uh, FaceTime, um, supervised, of course, but, you know, allow them to still have some time with their friends when they can. Um, Also, um, establish and maintain a daily routine is another Good tip, keeping a regular schedule um, and have a sense of, of control um, for any, you know, predictability, calm and well-being. And it helps children and it helps the family to respect each other's need for quiet or uninterrupted time when they can connect with friends virtually. So um, everyone knows that I would imagine, you know, when kids are in school, they are in a quiet you know, space and place, and um, you know that time is to be respected. And kids know when mom and dads or when the caregivers are at home, and if they are working, um, that that you know also that space and time is to be respected. Um, identify projects that might help others. So this is a good time to talk about, you know, w- what would they what would they like to do um to help others whether it's writing letters to neighbors um who may be stuck you know at home alone or even to our first responders saying thank you um sending positive messages over social media or reading a favorite children's book on a social media platform for younger children to hear um offer lots of love and affection um it also talks about tips about monitoring television, viewing, and social media. And again, the, the positive thing about being uh, in this new normal is time. And we have a lot of time, and there's a lot of time for TV and social media. And as a as a parent of well, I don't have school age children, but as a grandparent as well, that we monitor um that. Um, television intake as well as that social media intake because you know social media is a good thing but it also can be a very scary and bad thing so um you know you need to monitor that especially depending upon the age of your child and I mean I would say any at any age you know you need to know what they're doing online um because you know if they are watching especially if they're watching continual updates about COVID or whatever else that's going on in the country that may increase, you know, more fear and anxiety, um, you know, access to developmentally inappropriate information, um, or information just designed for just adults can cause anxiety or confusion, especially in young children. So, um, please, please, like if, if children have tablets and they have access to the computer, that you do that with the supervision of a parent and within arm shot that you are aware of what they are doing. Um, parental controls are like, if not, you know, was important before, but more so important now. Um, provide alternatives, um, engage your child in board games or other exciting activities. I know recently, uh, we played, um, uh, Monopoly and, um, hadn't played in Monopoly in such a long time. Um, but that was, that's like the old school thing before social media and video games where family gathered and played board games. And so that that's also a good thing. So you can bring that nostalgia back to your, or introduce that nostalgia because it would be yours to your children. Um, Take time to talk all the more reason at this point. there's no I mean you know there's I mean this is like the perfect time. Let your children's questions guide you. So talk to them about what they're worried about. Um, um, children and you don't do not talk about their concerns because they are confused or don't want to worry loved ones and things of that nature. but you know allow them to feel empowered. Um, to be able to talk and have a sense of control to reduce their fear um, about this new normal. Um, more tips, be honest and accurate. Um, correct misinformation. Um, children often have their own imaginative ways and situations um, that will uh, give a, a situation um, that worse, a worse outlook, than what the reality is. So offering developmentally appropriate fears and I mean, excuse me, (laughs) developing appropriate facts um, that can reduce fears is also very good. Explain simple safety tips to your children. Um, Talk about how the disease spreads from between people um, when we are in close contact. And again, that goes back to why we do social distancing and um it talked to them about when a person sneezes or coughs or when one touches an infected object or surface so talk to them about but once again that's about that social distancing as well as being uh socially you know being conscious at home to wipe down things in the home you know being conscious of that within your own home right and then um You also, everyone can stay up to date and the CDC provides great, um, uh, let's see, uh, not marketing, but, um, videos that are age appropriate for children, um, that you can go to, um, their website, www.cdc.gov forward slash coronavirus forward slash 2019, um, for additional factual information. Um, And some final tips, keep explanations age appropriate. Early elementary school age children provide brief, simple information that balances COVID facts, okay? Keep it just very simple for them. Wash your hands, um, use languages such as adults are working hard to keep you safe, okay? Um, Upper elementary and early middle school Um, They are more vocal in in asking questions about whether, you know, whether they are indeed safe and what will happen if COVID spreads in their area. Discuss the efforts that national, state, and community leaders are doing to prevent germs from spreading. And then upper, middle, and high school students. um, This can be discussed more in depth, obviously, right? Um, Refer them to appropriate sources of COVID-19 facts, like the CDC. Um, provide honest and accurate and factual information about the current status of COVID-19 and it can and engage them in decision-making about your own family plans, scheduling, and how to help with chores at home. And for all children, encourage them to verbalize their thoughts and their feelings. And for most importantly, what you can do is be a good listener. Um, so those are just some of the many tips that the, uh, National Association of School Psychologists, um, brings on, um, and they are at www.nasponline.org. And they talk about all these tips that are just wonderful, um, that hopefully will help, um, you to help your children, um, to, um, cope and, and get through this time. So, I hope that gives you a little bit of some, uh, uh, I don't know, motivation, (laughs) encouragement um, during this time, because we are all, as I've always say on um, my episodes, is that we are all in this together globally. We are all in this together, and it takes each of us to do our part. So with that said, um, I hope everyone continues to be healthy healthy well and safe um please um subscribe if you are a first-time listener to women are talking please come back um and subscribe press that button and subscribe Um, it helps me to continue to bring good excellent um programming and episodes and topics to you i also want to recognize um my podcast podcast platform which is anchor and anchor says it all it's say it all with anchor um it is a um pon, pon, ugh, i am just having difficulty talking today y'all it is a podcast platform that is so easy to use especially if you are new to podcasting it provides everything the recording the library the music um a dashboard and maintains your, your, uh, episodes and you can also make money off of your episodes here. So, um, and it branches and publishes your episodes, um, your podcast episodes to many, um, other, um, podcasting, uh, platforms like Spotify, Google, Apple podcasts, um, to name a few. So if you are interested in podcasting, it is very simple. Uh, Choose Anchor. And uh, like I said, say it all with Anchor. Everyone have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day, rest of your week, wherever you may be. And again, if you have any questions, um, please send me a message through the link and through my uh, podcast link. Subscribe, 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 and I will see you guys soon. Take care.